0: Hey there. What you're getting ready to listen to is an interview that I did for the Nikki Hines podcast. And two things. If you like what you're hearing, I want you to go ahead and, you know, just minimize this podcast on your screen. Go over to Spotify, look for Nikki Hines under podcast, and I want you to go ahead and subscribe because she is going to be putting other interviews out. She puts some uh, kind of freestanding content out. And the other thing I want you to do, if you're somebody that is thinking about becoming a content creator or doing a side hustle or building your own brand, look at the links here for Nikki. Look at all the different things that she has been able to to work on. And what's really neat about her is you know, she's been doing this stuff for about a decade. So she works very hard. She does a lot of different things. She's very, very talented uh, and she's really getting into the whole podcast thing. So I'm super excited. Uh, Of course, after you listen to this, let us each know what you thought. But here you go. Here's the interview that I did for the Nikki Hines podcast.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Nikki Hines podcast. This is Nikki Hines. And today is my next installment of Who Inspires Me Wednesday. Um, Today, I have one of my other favorite instagrammers uh on with me his name is daryl perry uh you might know him as at your level fitness on instagram he is also the daryl perry podcast which is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to because I am busy, and my brain tends to squirrel a lot, and he has some of the best short little inspirational tidbits around. So if you don't already follow that, I highly recommend that you do. So hey, Daryl, how is it going?
0: Nikki, it's, it's going great. And for all of you people that are listening, if you've not opened up your phone and followed me on Instagram, if you're already following me, awesome. Send me a DM. If you're not following me, send me the DM first, follow me, whatever, but let's, let's get a conversation going, but, but things are good here. What's, what's going on with you? Are you doing okay?
1: I'm doing good. Just watching the snow that just started falling about 10 minutes ago, um, Meanwhile, it's supposed to be like 60 degrees, I think, on Friday or Saturday. So Mother Nature is kind of all over the place. But you know that being as you're from the Midwest.
0: I, I do. It's, it's not good for the sinuses this time of year. Everybody's getting sick and trying to fight all kinds of germs because, you know, we have like all four seasons within the span of a few days. It's
1: just fantastic. Yeah, it's insane. Absolutely insane. So I... I don't even remember how we found each other on Instagram, but you're just one of those people that I'm forever grateful that I did find. Um, You have some of my favorite content on Instagram. Uh, It's just real. It's just like these perfect little tidbits that like you can start your day off with and just like get your mindset right to reach your personal goals like it, it's, it's amazing like how a a general you know uh, quote or statement or something that you post or even one of your little daily reminders on your podcast mm-hmm. just like speak to you individually even though everybody's on a different point in their journey it's like one of my absolute favorite things about all of the content that you put out
0: well that that's a huge compliment to me most importantly because um, I would consider you part of my Instagram, social media, content creation, inner circle—like there's a, just a small group of folks that I kind of go to for, you know, I, I guess kind of uh, inspiration or keeping my my uh, mindset in the right place. Whether that's from just you know consuming the content or just having a conversation. So that that coming from you is a, is a huge huge compliment. Um, I can tell you how we met because what I like to do when I'm having conversations with people especially within the fitness community is I want to find something in their feed that we have a common interest of. Um, and that's what I want to talk to them about. Cause like the fitness stuff, I figure if you're within the fitness community at some point, the conversation's going to go that way. But you and I were, we're talking about star Wars one. That was the first thing we talked about um, with star Wars. And then like we were talking, we were going back and forth and I'm like, <laughs> we were talking about podcasts and at the time I was, I was, and I still the one of the, one of the few podcasts I listened to that aren't, you know, like my inner circle friends that I just mentioned um, was, I was like, Hey, I, I listened to Gary V, which was really, I was like, have you heard of him? Which was really stupid of me given like how long you've been involved in this and just kind of like, you know, your, your attitude towards things. Of course you'd heard of Gary Vee, but that, that is, (laughs) that's how, that's how you and I got connected. And and, I mean, it's, it's been nice. Like we've been Instagram buddies for well over, over a year now. So yeah. Awesome.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. So one of my favorite things on your Instagram profile (laughs) is positivity ninja.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: So what exactly in your words is a positivity ninja.
0: Well, what it is, um, you know, you'll see kind of the the general terms and so like the general hashtags, the general terms that have kind of been played out. So what I try to do is I just try to put a slightly different spin on those, so it might catch somebody's attention. But a positivity ninja is just somebody that is trying to support others and hold you know other people accountable, and really are just trying to live their life authentically on social media, which really all that means is they're, you know, not trying to feed everybody a, a line of BS when they're posting, they're showing their real, um, their real life and what's going on. Now I say that, but in the same breath, I also say that, you know, for anybody that's sharing their life on social media, we all have different boundaries and borders, but with whatever somebody is sharing, um, it's somebody that's very, you know, true and honest and upfront about what they're going through. So, um, but that's, uh, that's basically what it is. And what was really funny is when I started tagging people for that, because um, I originally was thinking, I'm like, well, there's probably only about 10 or 12 people that, that would fall into that category. But then I started kind of going through like all the accounts I follow. And I was like, okay, there's way too many just to put on Instagram stories. I'm going to start, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put them in my story once and then just pin it to my profile. And it was just, it was funny to me how many people it wound up being. Um, and then the message that I got back from everybody, when I said that they were a positivity ninja, literally just about everybody is thank you so much, but that's not me. Like nobody really views themselves as being that positive because, I mean, we all have stuff that we're dealing with. And I think what happens is, is that, you know, we can all think of those three or four things going on in our life at any particular time that aren't going well. And then we're like how could I be a positive person because I've got this, this, and this going on. But um, to bring all this back, like my my definition of somebody that's trying to be positive is if, if you start to become aware of, you know, your kind of your mindset and the way you view things and say that you had, I don't know, 12 negative thoughts within a day or a week or whatever, and then the next day you were aware of it and you really only – had eight or 10, like just that little bit of progress, that means you're just trying to be more positive. Now you're going to have days where you have more negative thoughts. you are going to have some that are less, but it's, it's really just being aware of what's going on in your own life and trying to be more positive. So, but no, it's, that's the positivity ninjas. And, um, thank you for being one actually.
1: Thank you for it. (laughs) inviting me into the the hashtag crew and everything you you are like the king of little hashtags and tags and I love it (laughs) and I have like I've been almost like angry and jealous because I I got rid of my gym membership so I haven't been able to do your 100 floor (laughs) challenge and I know I know that you say that it can you know I can just Mm -hmm. post whatever it is that I did that day but I'm like, I want to do a hundred, a hundred floors. I'm like, this isn't fair. I'm like, but I'm not getting my gym membership back just for that.
0: What was, <laughs> and what was funny is I, I knew when I sent that response to you and told you that it could be anything. I'm like, she's going to read this and be like, screw that. I want to get the hundred floors in it. So, that's, that's I mean. but yeah, no, it's that it's another one of those things. Like instead of saying, Hey, let's just hold everybody accountable, let's put a little something extra to it. And, You know, what I like about the stair climber, when I I talk to people about what they're doing workout wise, a lot of people stay away from it. And then because maybe they've had some kind of experience in the past, you get on it the first few times and like, it really, really kicks your butt. And then, you know, gradually you start to build endurance towards it. But I think people have, a lot of people have a bad first experience with it. And then because of that, they're like, I'm not doing it. But what this challenge has done is it's gotten more people uh, doing cardio regularly. Um, some people love cardio, others don't, but, uh, it's just another, it's just another fun way to do, uh, to have a little bit of accountability. So. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I think the most intimidating thing about the stair climber is just looking up at it. The first time you stand in front of it, if you've never used it, <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was, that was it for me. And you know, you kind of look at it and you're like, well, how do I approach this thing? how do you start it how do you control how fast it's going and then you just like psych yourself out and you're like never mind i'll just do the treadmill or i'll just i'll just do the elliptical
0: yeah yeah and and see the funny thing is is like if you get on there and just start pushing buttons then the floor starts to move beneath you and it freaks you out you're like okay never again i'm not doing this
1: right you have that oh crap moment exactly (laughs) i'm gonna die (laughs) exactly I don't want to end up a, uh, you know, YouTube sensation because I fell off of this thing in front of everyone at the gym.
0: That's that's the other thing that I will get a lot of messages on. they will be like, I'm not coordinated enough to do it. Just try it. But I'll fall down like we've all tripped over the stairs We're on the stair climber. <laughs> right?
1: That's great. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely great. So tell me a little bit about your. Journey, your fitness journey. I know My that fitness. you you ditched the quote unquote diet back in 2012. Um, so, what was your experience like leading up to that point? Were you like um, like myself, like just going through all the different diets that are out there, trying to see what works, and then? you know, you, you just decided that's it. I can't do this anymore. Like I, I want to know more about that.
0: So, yeah. Um, you know, I basically, yeah, every popular diet that was out there basic from the time I was a teenager. So we're talking late nineties. So I, I hit the low fat craze, um, eating the snack wells, which tastes like absolute cardboard. Uh, I don't think we're going to have any food sponsors for this particular episode. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> So like I started with that and then uh, everything from um, doing the six meals a day because I had to stoke my metabolism to um, keeping a food journal and tracking calories and uh, calories and macros by hand, um, doing the South Beach diet, doing, oh my gosh, there was like, oh, the EBS diet. That was actually, that was the first diet book I bought. It was something that Men's Health came out with. And, uh, but it was kind of just, you, you know, with a lot of these diets, like they're just slight tweaks from one to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what that was. That was like, um, five meals a day. And they had this cute little acronym for abs diet and each, each letter had, you know, a certain food that you would eat. Um, but then, then I got into, um, and, and of course, like with most people's experience with diets, um. I went up and down, like I would lose 20, 30 pounds and then I would gain back 35 or 40. And you know, what really, and it was fine like when I was in college doing this, because at the time, like I was either working out a lot or the last year I was in college, I actually worked at a gym. So I was up moving around a ton. So it didn't bother me that much. But then when I started working an office job and I'm sitting down all day and I still have these old diet or tendencies, Like Then I put the weight back on for real, Uh, gained about 40, probably 40, 50 pounds, depending on where I would consider my starting point with that. And then uh, really got into around 2010, 2011 is when I started reading a lot of the the fitness blogs Um, and I got into paleo off of that because I used to read Mark's Daily Apple all the time. Okay which was, which was awesome. Like I loved the content. Like I would read between that and I think nerd fitness was the other one that I loved.
1: Yes. Like, those were two of my oh favorites my also. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like,
0: so it was just like, I, I just, I would read those things constantly, but like paleo, like the closest that was, that was probably that's probably closest to what my, my preferred way of eating is now anyway. But back to see, back then I went from paleo and then of course, you know, which really is, was a pretty balanced way of eating, but then like it's still low carb, and then all this keto stuff started to pop up. This again was around 2011, 2012, and so I did keto once, got the whole um, got the whole keto flu thing after, gosh, I don't know, a week, ten days in, and then um, this was the only time in my life I actually had to go to the doctor for a bladder infection. Now. This is not scientific research, but I will tell you, I've never had the only bladder infection I had in my life was when I was doing the keto diet and feeling like crap. So like that day I left the doctor, I'm like, okay, I'm done with this whole keto thing. And then that was probably around the time that I just started gradually going from I'm following paleo to let's work some other stuff in too. So, um, and that's kind of led me to the way I eat now, which is I still am, am I'm primarily, uh, eating mostly like actual food. I don't eat nearly as much processed food as probably what most people do. Um, and then I go in spurts as far as with, um, with food tracking. Like, I mean, I just, but when I think of of how easy it is to use my fitness pal versus when I used to write this stuff out by hand, like what excuse do I have? It literally takes me, you know, seconds to, to track my food. Um, But then around that time when I was really geeking out in the blogs is when I came across Precision Nutrition, which they are an online coaching company that's been really doing online fitness habit-based coaching since the early 2000s, so like way before any of us were thinking about any of this. And I really liked their blog because they would basically write um, kind of research-based posts. Uh, but it was based on like what their clients were going through the tens of thousands of people that had been through their program and the way they had the post organized, you could scan through if you just wanted to get like general information. Um, but if you wanted to geek out and get into the nutritional science, it was highlighted in a different way. So you could dive deep or you could just scan through. But, um, but yeah, around, around 2012 is probably the last time I officially dieted. And then as far as how I am, I actually weighed in today for weigh-in Wednesday because I take part in most of the hashtags, even though I've not posted it. I'm probably – I go within about a a 15, 20-pound range, which is funny because if I tell people, like, I'm at goal weight, but I have this, like, 15, 20-pound window that I'm in, they're like, that's not your goal weight. I'm like, eh, I'm pretty happy where my mind is, and I work out, you know, four to six times a week, so I'm good. But yeah, But, yeah, that's – I feel like I just word vomited all over this particular topic, but I, I hope.
1: No, I love it. That's it. I love awesome. it. Now you're, you're actually certified through precision mm-hmm. nutrition, correct?
0: I am. Um, as far as the fitness certifications going back to like when I was working the desk job and started to lose weight while I was on paleo, I'm like, you know what? I'm not sure what I'll do with a fitness certification, but I'd like to go and get one. So I got certified as a personal trainer first through the, um, through ACE through American council of exercise. And then, as you know, we have to get recertified every couple of years. And that means that we go through workshops or pick up um, other certifications. So I ended up getting uh, my first workshop was um, like general nutrition, nutrition might've been sports nutrition through ACE. I don't really remember, but it was a nutrition course. So I picked up that certification. Then I got a senior fitness certification through ACE uh, which basically, even though it's 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 really great if you're doing in-home training, um, but it's it's it, it actually applies to people of all ages and ability levels because it's a lot about adaptive and corrective exercise. So I did that, and then yes, Precision Nutrition. I was super excited to find out, and kind of like when I found out that um, Kevin from Fitman Cook put out the cookbook. Um, you know, I, it was kind of like a nostalgia thing when I saw that that Precision Nutrition had a certification because I was like, oh my gosh. I loved them. So, um, so I got the textbook, went through that. They said, they said it was probably going to take six to eight months to go through the entire course. I did it in like three because I was geeking out on that stuff.
1: Such an overachiever. Well,
0: But it, it, was, it was the con- – but see, here's the funny part. And like anybody that you'll know this from being, a, from being a trainer, like you got two halves of the textbook. The application, the practical stuff that you use every day, that stuff's easy. And then you have that God awful science part Yes. that it's like, can this, can I just get through this? Like, can I just barely pass my exam? Um, yes. So yeah. that's
1: the stuff that had me crying every day as I was studying for my it's personal late. training certification with NASM. Yeah. And that, <laughs>
0: that's the part. And it's funny, like, and I, I can appreciate when they put. science-based stuff first because i think they're they're weeding out a lot of potential training candidates because it's like people look at that and they're like oh my god how am i going to remember all the muscles of the body and then it's like they get through all that and then you get to the actual like customer service part which i think is the biggest opportunity anywhere in fitness is like how you actually interact with your clients and uh and it's it's smooth sailing but the the cool thing with pn was I had the certification for about a year. I was basically just, they they had, it was very old school. We had the um, handouts that you could just kind of print out and take to your clients and you'd have stuff in binders and all that, have them do questionnaires and all that and and all that stuff. But then they... um, they rolled out some version of their online coaching software and they made it available to the coaches that wanted to, to buy the license. So I've, I've been doing that for the last couple of years and that's been for the folks that I work with one-on-one that's kind of been a foundation of where I like to start people just because it is, you know, okay, if you've been dieting like this for however long, let's get you off the diet cycle and let's just build your habits one at a time. The, the knock on it though that a lot of people a lot of people struggle with it because um, it does require about 20 to 30 minutes a day of just like going through a lesson and answering questions and the other part is if you if you're somebody that's been dieting by design it moves very very slow now as time goes on the program really picks up the pace and, and you know your habits start stacking upon one another and uh, and it works out but at first people can't really um, can't really hang with it. But um but it's it's a it's a great tool if somebody's able to hang in there. Uh but the other thing, because as you know in the fitness community we've got a lot of people that are trying to mix and match a lot of different things, is that I found that the thing folks struggle the most with is setting goals, like actually setting real achievable goals and then being able to track those for progress. So that's that's a thing that I put out. It's basically like okay if you want to do everything on your own, cool. Um, go to, uh, go to my, you could go to yourlevelfitness.com backslash framework and just literally run whatever it is you're doing through that. Get your own results. I'll be cool with it. So, but, uh, but yeah, that's, um, that's pretty much, that's my history with PN and that's kind of where I go with my business and such right now as far as the coaching.
1: I love it. Um, uh, Another thing that you are, very big into, or I've seen you post about many times mm-hmm. is, um, the, the best eating plan for lasting results, which is choose five foods and make them the center of your plan. Yes. So I always like to be the wise ass on your posts <laughs> and post five of like the worst things you could possibly eat just to see what your response is going I to love, be. But
0: Oh, <laughs> I, I love that you brought this up because see, you do this and and you're funny because you'll come up with like five of the worst foods, but somebody's always like, Haha, "Chocolate cake," and my response is awesome. Make chocolate <laughs> cake one of your five foods. Check in with me every day on how that because you got to eat it like every day. And usually by day four or five, they're like, I don't want to look at chocolate cake ever again. So, <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I and it's funny because it, it's almost like clockwork when I post it. Cause I see, I get a notification that you posted something. I'm like, oh, let's see what kind of BS she's going to be posting. <laughs> uh, but, not,
1: but I want, I want to know what your five foods are.
0: My five foods. Yeah. Um, let's see.
1: And I know carrot cake is not one of them, <laughs> even though you do love it.
0: I, I do <laughs> like carrot cake. Um, but the stuff that I eat every day, uh, th- this will get, uh, this will get our buddy Gary Cantrell, uh, kind of riled up is uh, chocolate. I eat 85% chocolate, which actually has 85% dark chocolate, which has more fiber in it than sugar. Um, right. and then I would say lately I've been making a lot of protein shakes with the almond cashew milk blend that silk comes out with. Cause there's. 10 grams of protein in that. And then I'll use plain Greek yogurt. And then I'll use, I, I had never used any of the, the peanut butter powder. Um, okay. I like the PB2. Use, yeah. Well, I, and I, it's, I use, I think the, I think I picked up the other big brand. So not PB2, but I've got the other one. And I gotta tell you, like that stuff is really good. Um, yeah. The taste is phenomenal. And then like between the yogurt and the P, and the, the peanut butter powder and the, uh, the, cashew almond milk. It's like 30 grams of protein. So basically I'll use that as a base and then I'll just throw either a banana or some raspberries or something else. So those types of smoothies would be one of my, my five go-tos. Uh, another thing I do is I eat a lot of burritos and burrito bowls and soft tacos. I basically make Chipotle, Chipotle style stuff at home. Um, outside of that. So I got three more. Um, let's see uh, da, 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 da. sweet potatoes and we're not going to count coffee because that's an essential. That's not a food. That's not a choice. That's a requirement.
1: Exactly. Um, yeah. Avocados.
0: <laughs> I like the avocados would be there.
1: Okay. I, I approve of everything on <laughs> I this list. I... <laughs> Especially the burrito bowls. Yes. Um, like anything Mexican style. I am just always a fan of think I think it's flavorful, it's colorful, it's like, it's just, it's appealing. It doesn't make you feel like you're eating healthy.
0: So, and and the really neat thing about that is I I usually start with, if I'm doing the bowl, so I'll use, I'm really big on doing, if I'm eating the carbs that everybody's scared of, I like to look at what the serving size is. So a serving size of rice is half a cup. So I will use something smaller. I'll use a quarter of a cup of rice and then just put that in a really small pyrex, like in a, in a small size Pyrex. And then uh, I'll heat that up in the microwave Then I'll put the cilantro, the salt and the lime juice in, and then I'll put the veggies in, um, and whatever meat I'm using, which it's either chicken breast, uh, that's been marinated or seasoned or uh, strip steak or, um, pork shoulder is something that I'll I'll use too. And again, these are either seasoned or marinated, but pretty lean sources of protein. And then you put the peppers and the peppers and onions will be there. Um, A couple kinds of salsa. And then either I'll do either the cheese and the sour cream. But yeah, if if I'm doing that, um, if I'm doing, I'll either top them with uh, cheese and sour cream or guac and i i didn't know if it cut off there because i was getting a phone call while we're having the podcast i don't know who's rude enough to call me but
1: it did it did cut off a little bit but uh i i I I think think, we're good i think we're okay
0: So, and, and it was an unidentified number. So that's why I said, who's rude enough to call me. It's somebody that doesn't know me. So
1: anywho. Right. Like, doesn't everyone understand that you're being interviewed right now? Seriously. Like,
0: text me. I don't, I don't want to talk to you unless I know you. If you're, if you're, <laughs> if you're in my contacts, I would love to talk to you. But if you're not, I'm not buying what you're selling, dude. Seriously. Exactly. See,
1: this is why we get along so well. It's like, there's, there's that whole love of chocolate and coffee and burrito bowls and not wanting to talk to people. We don't know. That's right.
0: (laughs) Text me. It's easier.
1: (laughs) Okay. So we had touched upon the, um, whole hundred floor challenge Mm -hmm. thing and, you know, people not liking cardio and what's your favorite workout? Like what, what, What do you tend to like? Have to force yourself to do, and (laughs) (laughs) because we all have that one thing.
0: One thing that I my favorite workout is just kind of like my standard. Where I'll go in and I'll do the uh, hundred floors as a warm up, and then I'll do an upper body or lower body split. um, So that basically I'll alternate on days between upper body and lower body, and then I'll do three hundred and sixty reps for that day. Um, So. That's my favorite. And then at the end, and it was funny because when I was at the gym today, I was thinking of you because I listened to your podcast. I made sure that I stretched afterwards. <laughs> I, I like you. Do not like stretching. But I always regret when I don't do it because, you know, your, your body, man, after the age of 30, it's like makes you stretch.
1: Yeah. Ser- the, the stretching thing, like, like, you know, Arash was saying, it takes like five, <laughs> ten minutes. Yet we're like, nah, I'm just going to get into the shower early Seriously. or oh. I'm going to. I'm gonna hop on Instagram. Really, fast. that's right.
0: I don't have that. I don't have that kind of time. Now, I will tell you, it's funny. Like, I was, I was at the gym and I was on one of their um, their mats stretching. And yeah, I'm I'm doing like I'm doing like these hip stretches and stuff on my stomach. And I'm I'm checking my my messages because you know I'm tethered to my phone at times. But but no, that's um, but yeah, that that's kind of my standard stuff. And then the fact that they got me suckered into this race in May. That's what I don't like. I don't like running, but I'm I'm gonna have to be doing a lot more of that. So okay,
1: (laughs) I'm still trying to figure out if I'm able to make it or not. Um, So I might be a last minute entry on that one. Hey,
0: you know what? That's that's fine. (laughs) Whatever you know, because like it's your birthday weekend, so.
1: It's yeah. the weekend right before my birthday and um, it's the whole new job thing and like yeah. the days that I'm mandated to work and whatnot. So I'm, I'm trying to see what kind of clearance I'm able to get since I know my drive from New Jersey to Columbus is about seven, seven and a half hours. So I'm looking at a little, how, how far is it from Columbus Cincy, to two? Cincy?
0: Cincy to Columbus or Columbus to Cincy would be, I think about two hours. Okay. So if you can do it, awesome. If not, We'll figure out a way. The, the neat thing between, uh, between the, 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 the little circle of Arash, Arash and uh, Gary, you and me, is that we're all like pretty much in the same region. So we'd yeah. love to have you, but yeah, I, t- I totally get it with the job and stuff, you know
1: if not yeah. well we'll definitely figure something out i i got to meet gary last year um you know waiting in line for gary v which was awesome so I, and you and i talk so often as you know as well as yeah. me and rash um so i would love to get to meet you guys as well so i have my fingers crossed for the whole flying pig thing um but if if i can't make it work we'll we'll definitely figure something else out um so you are like the video podcast like the little instagram video IGTV, um king as well as podcasts um and one of my favorite things about your podcast is that they're they're sh- the majority of them except for you know when you're doing collaborative ones or interviews yeah. they're short they're sweet they're just like that little daily dose of positivity yeah. because positivity ninja um <laughs> uh, but i'm curious which which platform do you personally enjoy best? Like, do you, the video or the the podcast? Like, wh- which one do you get the I most really, enjoyment
0: out of? I enjoy, I probably enjoy podcasting a little bit more than video, uh, only because I think the way that podcasting is going, it doesn't have to be professionally produced anymore. I, I think there was a big, there's, there still is a big stigma or nervousness that people have around podcasting, because if you've been listening to this stuff for the last, 10 years or however many like everything sounds like a radio show but that's Mm -hmm. because all the people that got into podcasting first were in radio so that that makes sense but you know we're at a point now i mean you and i are both on the anchor app right now just having a phone conversation and this is going to be this is going to sound better than a lot of those professionally developed i have a bad habit of doing air quotes when i'm doing a podcast which is stupid because nobody can see me but i do the
1: same thing i also <laughs> sit here nodding my head That's like right. in agreement with you and i'm like nobody can see me
0: what am i doing oh my God. gary and i do that all the time like we just we're like i'm just over here nodding and, and we know because now when we're talking and there's any kind of like if there's a couple seconds of silence because you know how we all we both like to talk we just know that the other person's nodding <laughs> uh, I, I think podcasting, we're in a really neat time. Whereas, you know, anybody that's trying to get their story out, this is so incredibly easy one. The distribution is phenomenal because this is going to be on Spotify guys. And Spotify is like the only thing I know of other than IGTV that if you share it in your Instagram story from the Spotify app, like there's a link out, you know, that, that we either have to be verified or have 10,000 followers to link out, not with the podcast. So, you know, the, the, the distribution is great. And when you compare the amount of podcasts versus the amount of blogs that are out there, like there's so, there's so much opportunity in podcasting that that is probably, I think the biggest thing that I, the other reason I like podcasting is I just, I want to get more people doing this Um, because when somebody really connects with your podcast and part of the reason I put so many of the short episodes out is I, I do want to just give you a quick hit and just give you something that you can use to kind of go throughout your day. But like the other thing is, cause think about this when you watch something on Netflix, like if you see something that's recommended in your queue and then like, how stoked are you? If you see there's seven seasons of it and you can go back like to the beginning or pick and choose the episodes that you want to watch. This is the same thing. So like anybody that comes into my podcast now, like they might come in for a quick hit, but then they see that I've got these episodes going back to, you know, like January of 2018. There's, there's over, I think there's probably over 400 episodes available right now. So like you can, you can pick and choose, you can do the short ones, or you can listen to the, uh, the, the longer ones that are interviews and collaborations. I mean, but it's, it's a, it's a huge, it's a huge opportunity. And what I also like about podcasting versus all the other content is you can listen to this while you're doing something else. I was listening to your uh, podcast with, uh, with Arash this morning while I was you know making my son's lunch for school. So like, right. I, I mean, it's, it's on the listener's time. So um, I think of the types of content podcasting is my favorite. And even though I'll sit here and say, Hey, I do absolutely no editing, record, put out, whatever. And I do that on all my content. The thing is when you do video, I mean, there are so many people that are doing editing that it's much harder to stand out uh, amongst the crowd when you're not doing any kind of editing and you're just putting stuff out. So podcasting is probably my favorite.
1: That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And uh, you know, you're, like I said, your podcast is, you know, one of my favorites, cause there's, there's something for everybody from those little quick hits to the, the longer ones. Like if you're at the gym and you're tired of, you know, hearing the same old music, but you want to feed your brain, you have these longer ones with these great other inspirational accounts that you've come across on Instagram and you've, you've formed these relationships with. And I, I think that's, that's great. Cause we do, we live in an, you know, a time where it's all like Netflix, and it's it's a lot of mindless stuff. Yeah. To, so to to find something to listen to that actually feeds your brain in a positive way, um, and can really help you to reach your goals. I, I think it's great. It's why I, I do enjoy listening to podcasts, especially now that I have a longer commute to work. That's yes. typically how I catch up on things. I'll just, you know, pop them on and see what's going on on, you know, everyone's feed.
0: So one of the biggest things, and you just touched on it, you know, a, a lot of times people will knock social media uh, and we'll talk about the kind of the negative side and the, and you can absolutely fall into the comparison trap. You can fall into all this other stuff, but mm-hmm. you have the opportunity to select which accounts you follow. You have the opportunity to choose what it is you listen to. And, you know, I, I think that the end consumer has never had as much power as, as far as the messages that they're going to take in and the messages that they're going to put out as they do right now. So I think it's amazing that we live in the time that we do. And I cannot, I cannot let you talk about how you were in line with, uh, with Gary Cantrell to meet Gary V and say that that's actually what started all of this stuff. Cause you and I had been chatting back and forth um, about, uh, about star wars and about coffee and then about gary v and then you were meeting gary v and i still remember this because like you guys posted something on instagram and i, I my thought was cool i'm gonna listen to this because i want to support nikki so i do that as that's, that's the first time that i came across gary cantrell at all and okay so like i listened to that episode and what i just described about going back in and, and you know catching other episodes is exactly what i did i listened to um the episodes that he did with rachel i listened to the the episodes where he was sharing kind of his his whole process on stuff and then he and i just started talking in dm we were talking about um like old school nintendo games and uh and professional wrestling like i was gonna say
1: i I remember the two of you going off on your little wrestling (laughs) side conversation during one of the first podcasts that you two did together.
0: (laughs) So it's really neat because like, I will always of of all the people that I meet through social media and through podcasting video, like whatever, you're going to always hold a special, I will always have hold a special place for you because without you and I connecting and having the back and forth that we we did and, and still do, um, I would never have met any of these people. And the funny thing with the podcast is I was on that first episode with Gary. And at that time, like all I was doing was the um, just quick hit information-based things. And that's really what it was going to be. And it was kind of modeled off of one of the first podcasts I listened to was uh, Grammar Girl, which also then was Uh, just this short, like you'd have one grammar tip of the day for, you know, like copywriting and stuff like that. And then uh, they had get fit guy, which was Ben Greenfield. So he was doing something similar to that. And I just wanted like a short form podcast, but I remembered when I would listen to those, they would put out one episode a week and I'd listen to it on Monday or Tuesday. And then I'd be bummed because I had to wait a week. So I'm like, you know what, let's just put something out every day. But when I went on Gary's podcast, I was like, well, you do all these interviews and And I could never, like, I don't see myself ever doing any of that. I'm just going to sit here and share my thoughts. And I think probably the best thing about podcasts is that they can, you really can make them into anything that you want. But because all of this started with you, like, when I first decided I was going to do interviews, I'm like, I have to message, I have to message Nikki. So that's why, that's why you were the first ever interview on my podcast. So
1: That's right. I totally forgot about that. I totally forgot that I was the first, but honestly, you and I wouldn't be sitting here having this chat right now on my podcast if it wasn't for you, because you kept nudging me and giving me the kick in my butt that I typically do need, because (laughs) as, as Shred and I had discussed, we are the king and queen of standing in our own way. Like We come up with these great ideas, and we'll figure out content for it, and then we just freeze, yeah. Like we, we don't do anything with it. And then we get mad at ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: I mean, it's in that it, it is so funny because I was listening to you two talk about that. I'm like, that is, I, I think we all, we all go through that. And, but it, it, it's interesting because when I, knowing the details of that, but when I look at you from the outside and I look at all the, all the content you, you do. And I, I remember one day, cause like we were talking. And I, I had my desktop up. And so I went on the, ins, the desktop version of Instagram and I started on your link tree and I opened everything up in a separate tab. And it was like, it was insane how many things you actually are. I mean, you're basically a content, merchandise, fitness lifestyle, blog, personal trainer all rolled up into one. And I think what ends up happening and the podcast, I have the podcast thing open too. And I think what ends up happening is you end up doing so many things and you end up doing so many things well you just get into your own head, but you don't really see the big picture of like how much stuff you've actually done. And, and you, Nikki, you have put so much stuff out and you've helped so many, you, you've helped a lot of people. And I, I think we, that gets lost on us when we're all in our own head, like how's people, how, how will people respond or it's not right yet. And, but then when you step back and look at the entire body of work, it's just, it's pretty remarkable. I, I mean, and what you've done personally is really remarkable.
1: Thank you. And you, you are 100% right. And there's, it's funny, because a lot of people ask me, you know, well, how, how, what changed in your mindset to make you have success, you know, with your weight loss journey? And my honest to God answer is always, I don't know, like something just switched. Yeah. And I, I don't have like one of those pivotal points, like I didn't have like a health scare or, you know, anything like that to drive it it was just one of those things. And I'm always like, I I don't know, I I can't pinpoint it. But I've almost had something similar happen this year. I've had, you know, a lot of change going on and just something in my head just switched. And it was almost like, it was just an enough moment. It was like enough of this. Like you, there are things that you want to do. You're not happy with the thing, the way things are going, just change it. Just take your own advice and just change it. And I think we're all guilty of that stuff. We can give the best advice ever to other people, Mm -hmm. but when it comes to ourselves, we never listen.
0: Well, and I I think there's two things at play. I think you finally, you have to decide for yourself that you're going to make the change and that, that is weight loss. That is career. That is creating a side hustle. Um, But then you also have to have the right kind of people around you. And I, I think that we have enough people that there's there's certain people that are very supportive and you need them. But then there's also the people that are supportive, but will also push you when you need to be pushed, or as you nicely said, nudged.
1: Um, <laughs> yes, I, I'm, I thank you for
0: that. <laughs> so, I mean, but I, I think that's the two things. So I think if, if anybody listening is saying, oh my gosh, you know, I should really want to make a change. You have to be honest with yourself and say, am I willing and ready to make the change now? And like, do it for me, not do it because, you know, somebody else suggested I do it or I think it would be a nice thing. Like, am I legitimately ready to do it? And if you are, then that is your day one
1: so yes and and you can't do it just because everybody else is doing it exactly. because it'll never last exactly. that is one thing i have definitely learned um okay so i am going to wrap this up with one more question for you and it's a question that i also asked shred because i am a major bookworm yes do you have a favorite book or have you read anything lately that was just like wow like I need to tell other people about this.
0: So my favorite book, the one that's uh, my favorite book is the thank you economy by Gary Vaynerchuk. Okay. Um, That's a good one. Another one is by him is the ask Gary V book. And that's actually the book that, that got me into putting a lot of this stuff into action because he starts the intro and says, I looked back at all the people that were watching the YouTube show and 14 out of 15 didn't change like the top viewers did not change a single thing they were doing. And I'm like, I don't want to be those 14. So like that, that clicked for me then. Um, outside of that, I don't read all that. I don't read as much now. I I also, um, I have a book that was recommended to me about mindset, which is a great book. It's a short book. Uh, it was recommended to me by, um, by a, a, a gentleman that I have a lot of respect for. I just have started reading it and I've just like, I started reading it a couple months ago, and uh, I just walk away from it. So, what <laughs> as Shred was saying, like I'm I'm the same thing. Like I have, I have so much stuff that I get into that, like books, sitting down and reading them, I don't do as well with. But I do listen to a lot of podcasts, and I like listening to podcasts of the folks that uh, that I interact with regularly. And then outside of that, um, I listen to the Gary Vee podcast, and I listen to I actually just listened to one today. That he recommended. So this guy, this guy's actually going to get plugs from both of us. But how I built it, which is you know how product developers built their uh, their business offerings, that's right. one that I you know started listening to because of, of the uh, of the review or referral that that uh, the shred made. So, but uh, but yeah, I would recommend those two. Thank you, Economy. It's amazing. That book is is nine years old now. Error, eight years old now, and it still plays because businesses have not caught up. So, if you're wanting to do a, a side hustle, build your own business, read that book, and it will uh, it will help you out.
1: Yeah, I read that one because of our conversation, along with Ask Gary V. Um, what? Do you mind my asking what the title of the mindset book that you um, started reading
0: is? You know what? You have now done this to two people. Like, I don't have that in front of you. (laughs) Yes, I will get it for you. Let me. me Dude, this is going to be what you're known for. Like, you're going to make people actually. Well, Gary.
1: Gary Cantrell is up next on my interview platform. So, Gary, if you are listening to this. No,
0: no, don't. Don't listen to Be prepared. Yeah, yeah, be prepared. (laughs) Have your books ready. Let's see. What is this book called? My goodness. See, now I've got to get on a completely different device. Get into this. All right. See, I love this, though. I love doing stuff on the fly like this.
1: It's fun. It is. It keeps you... So I'm going to give you a little tip that worked for me, and it's how I got back into reading okay. a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, set a goal for yourself, 10 pages a day. Okay. How, how long does it really take to read 10 pages? Not too long. No, that's true. They say you should unplug before bed. Reading helps to relax you. Yes. So maybe incorporate that into your end of day or in the morning if you're up early before everybody else, 10 mm-hmm. pages and you can, you can actually get through a couple of books during the course of a year just by doing just that. Just by
0: doing that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I'll, no, I'll definitely have to try that now. Okay, this book is called The Fearless Mind. And let's see. Oh, goodness. Hold on. This is funny. So it's called The Fearless Mind, and it is by Craig Manning. So The Fearless Mind by Craig M- Manning the book itself is probably I want to say it's like 179 (laughs) pages long but again as I said as I said I started this thing and I just have not finished it yet but that is uh, from what I've read so far this guy is a uh, coached collegiate level tennis and he talks uses a lot of examples about how uh, mindset either can make or break athletes but also any of us and in day-to-day life. So I would absolutely recommend people go pick that up.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely going to uh, check and see if my library has it. I'm a huge fan of the library. Me too. So I am going to challenge you. You challenge everyone to do 100 (laughs) flights of stairs. I'm going to challenge you to read 10 pages a day. Okay. And I am going to follow up with you. You said it's about 180 pages (laughs) in about 18 days. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: I, you know what? I accept your challenge. I will get this book finished.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Daryl, for being a part of the podcast today. As always, it is a pleasure chatting with you. Um, I, there are times when you and I message back and forth and we have these little conversations. I feel like we could just talk all day long. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love it. Thank you for being such an inspiration on Instagram as well as your podcast. Uh, for anyone who is, once again, not already following Daryl, he is at Your Level Fitness on Instagram. He also has a separate Instagram account, um, the Daryl Perry Podcast, um, and that is also his podcast here on Anchor. Um, you could also find it on Spotify as well as many other platforms. Um, so again, thank you, Daryl. It was a pleasure. And I am sure we will catch up some more on Instagram. And 18 days from now, I'll be messaging you.
0: You better be messaging me before then, Nikki, so we get our conversation. But yes, I will read at least 10 pages a day. And thank you for having me on. And we'll chat again soon. But thank you for
1: Sounds having- great. I'll- thank you.
0: Bye-bye.